Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. Alrighty, another week. How you doing? Another week. I am hanging in there. How are you doing? Yeah, the same. I would say hanging in there is a good uh, a good way to put it. Um, it's been a good and a fun week, um, but uh, yeah, inching ever closer to the holidays, and so it's top of mind. There's a whole bunch of things we can chat through, but uh, yeah, doing well. Yeah, yeah, same for me. Uh, only a few more weeks left in the year. It's crazy trying to get everything done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. You know, I was thinking I usually go first because I don't know if maybe I'm just sort of like the loud mouth <laughs> of the podcast and just want to jump right into it. But I wanted to hear about your week first. So what was your week like? How are things going? Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I've uh, I, it was it was a fairly good week. I've just been a bit overwhelmed, I think. Uh, hmm. Now that it's December, so. You obviously know this. I, I don't believe I've really talked about it much publicly, but my wife and I are expecting our first child in January, which it's awesome. Yeah, we are. We're we're so excited about. Um, but for me, work wise, it's uh, a bit stressful. Just you know, I, I have no idea what to expect come January, other than I am probably not going to be working much or trying to work as little as possible. Um, and probably dealing with a lot of, uh, you know, lack of sleep and everything else that comes along with it. So, uh, very excited to kind of, you know, see, go through that, that life changing event. But, uh, also I'm trying to get everything as much as I can completed right now and um, everything in JetBoost, trying to get that all in a good place um, so that I'm able to, yeah, try and, and take a little bit of time off or at least do uh, a minimal amount of work during that period. Yeah. 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 So how's it looking? How are you, how are you feeling about it? Are you feeling like I'm not going to be able to get with all the things I want done or like the business isn't in a good place or is it the opposite? You feel like you're sort of on track and... Um, the business is in a good place. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I've been kind of going back and forth on it. Uh, I, there's a few major things that I want to get done that like, uh, it, it feels to me that they need to be done before then. But when I actually stop and think about it, I'm like, okay, if I wasn't able to do anything else for the next, uh, you know, for the rest of December, the business is still in a fairly good place. Maybe it's not where I, I would want it to be. Uh, and I have these uh, pretty big goals to to reach before then. But would it be the end of the world? I guess probably not. Uh, so maybe some of the, the, the stress and feeling overwhelmed is just like me putting that on myself. But, uh, you know, I, I, I would really like to have, uh, I think I talked about this last time, the, the new booster that I'm working on for advanced pagination. Uh, I would really like to get that live this month. Uh, along with that, I'm trying to figure out 
some possible pricing changes or at the very least a uh, a bundle deal since there will now be like kind of five different JetBoost subscriptions that you could purchase and, and it seems like a good time to bundle those up into one uh, you know discounted price. So that is sort of a whole nother piece that goes along with the the pagination uh, feature that is going to take some time and uh, also onboarding a developer starting next week who's going to be working part time. Nice. Yeah, uh, which will which will be a huge help, uh, but also is just another thing that's going to take uh, quite a few hours in the, in the beginning. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm shooting to try and have everything done, but I guess if it if it doesn't happen, then I'll I'll have to live with it. But the the last thing that I want to do is you know uh, a week before or a few days before her due date, like be pushing out a bunch of major major updates to JetBoost yeah. and right. uh, and just I don't want to have that risk there. So um, yeah. Right. You'd, yeah, that would be sort of the the developer nightmare. Right. Like perfect storm with baby lack of sleep. Yeah. You know issues. Also having another developer on board and having to sort of mitigate. You know what your what each of you is doing and who's putting out the fire and whatnot. Um. What What do you imagine? Like, what What's the goal for being able to like step away? Is it like to literally do nothing for a month? Is it to just do some support? Is it basically just to like check in? for an hour or two or a day? Um, like what, what are you really trying to like set yourself self up to, to do? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I think the goal for me is to mainly just do support, uh, which has been in a pretty good place for the last month or so where, uh, it can take some time, but it's not, a full-time job anymore like it kind of was for a while uh so you know maybe uh one to two hours a day uh just helping people i i think that's reasonable um ideally i i would have liked to actually have a support person in place before then but that's just that's not realistic at this point uh mm. which is okay so yeah that's that's kind of what i'm shooting for yeah and then how long do you want to take off? Yeah, uh, I really haven't thought about this enough. <laughs> it, I've just been sprinting so hard right now. Uh, and I really I should spend some more time thinking about it. But uh, so my wife is planning to take off 12 weeks. Um, and I would like to be in sort of that minimal work period for, I would say at least four weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I don't, I really don't know what to expect and it could be where I decide that I want to drag that out longer. Um, but I would say at least four weeks probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would, th I mean, I would say you should, yeah, do that at a minimum, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, I think too, you know, it, it sounds like, and it feels like things are actually in like a pretty good place. Like if, I don't know what the sort of standard paternity leave is for, like if you were a salaried employee at, you know, if you just had like a regular sort of developer job, 
but it feels like, I don't know, you could kind of like choose to even put yourself in a better situation than you would have before, but you should at least do like what you would have done before. You know what I mean? Like you should at least take a month off or whatever, like the standard kind of is and, and really try to unplug as much as you can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Why, why do all of this if you're going to end up giving yourself like a, a worse, uh, standard of living. Yeah. 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 And that, I mean, it goes back to the, the job versus business kind of dilemma, mm-hmm. right. And designing the job ra- or de- designing the business rather than designing the job for yourself. Um, and that's like mid January, right? Yeah. Mid January. Uh, y- yeah. And I mean, I think things are coming together in that I'm getting excited about, uh, you know, I've been working with freelance designers, uh, now the, uh, part-time developer will be the first person that I'm working with on a more, uh, ongoing basis as far as like consistently week to week, uh, with, with more input on my end. And yeah, I'm excited for next year to, uh, to continue to grow the team to a few people. Uh, like I said, really focusing on trying to get someone in to help with support. Um, hopefully I will be able to step back from that a little bit, step back from development a little bit, focus more on the marketing side, which is really, um, my big goal for, for 2021 with JetBoost. Um, and again, as part of that, it's, it's getting the product to kind of the minimum, uh, level that I want it to be at, which is, uh, what I'm pushing for through the end of this year. Uh, and that's not to say that, you know, look, there's hundreds of people who are using it as it is today with no issues. Um, but I, I think I sort of have this vision of like, what's the, what's, where would I be happy with JetBoost being, um, on the Mm. product side where I can just, okay, now it's time to really go focus on the marketing side. And I think I'm really close to that, but need just uh, a little bit more time to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And, um, I think too, you know, one of the things that I I think I feel like I've been learning a lot the last few months sort of going on my own and also just, I don't know, maybe is it is because of maybe more kind of reflection and doing stuff like this is that I'm realizing that at least the way that I normally plan things, I'm like, always drastically off by like the amount that I can do and achieve and like progress I can make and like trying to rein it in and be much more realistic. And, uh, I'm always surprised by like, you know, what I want to do versus like what I can actually get done <laughs> in this amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have these grand plans about like, okay, well by this time I want to be at this place. I want to have these things done. And then like, you know, you get a month out or you get, you know, right up to it and you're like, okay, well, I think I learned, you know, that I'm very bad at estimating things. (laughs) That's been one of the big things for me. But, uh, I mean, it sounds like things are relatively on track, though, for you, which is really good. Um, But maybe the only, like, I don't know, I I guess what I'm getting at is, like, what are the things that you feel like are sort of at risk to not achieve or to not get done beforehand? Yeah, uh, it's it's funny that you say that because I just uh, sent out my... uh, November kind of monthly report 
And as I was going through it, I was, I was looking at what my uh, Q4 goals were. And I realized like, yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of Q4 goals and maybe going to hit half of them. Uh, and it's not mm. that it's been a bad quarter or anything like that. It's just uh, I, like you, I, I tend to significantly overestimate uh, what all I can fit in. So, um, but yeah, as, as far as what I think or what's at risk of not um, being completed, I think the big thing that I'm struggling with is I can I can finish the uh, the pagination booster, but I'm not sure if I can finish the, all of the changes that would be needed, um, either to offer a bundled subscription or um, what. I've been thinking about a little bit uh, or, or leaning towards is um, potentially changing the pricing model a little bit to get rid of the individual subscriptions. Uh, and it's just go, it, right. it'll be more of like a standard um, SaaS product where there's a few different tiers. And uh, I, I think I may have underestimated uh, the amount of development work that will be needed to do that uh so and unfortunately it's like it's a really good time to do that with the pagination booster like doing it in tandem with that coming out so Mm. i'm trying to figure out okay if i can't do both of them do i delay the the pagination booster release or do i release it keep the same keep the pricing model as it is um and then change it down the road, but it, it, it won't be as impactful, I think, then. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, interesting. That, that's what I had in mind. That's what I was, I was kind of thinking was like the big, you know, the pricing structure. And we've been, you know, chatting back and forth over Slack about some ideas that you've had. And on like the integration side of things, it's mostly basically just like the billing kind of like uh, making that work within the product basically sort of like one of the big bottlenecks basically right it's like the technical integration or implementation of a pricing change essentially right Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that makes a lot of sense that's hard because pricing is super delicate you know and like you want to give things time to like test Mm -hmm. beforehand too before you like just roll out sort of a big change Mm -hmm. and um yeah it feels to me like i don't know maybe that's just something for later, like just keep things relatively the same yeah. and, or maybe offer like a small part of that, like maybe just like the bundle, but maybe not test, you know, like a new pricing model or like a tiered structure mm-hmm. or a, you know, whatever else sort of way that, that comes out. But, um, I know that's a hard one. Cause then it's like just lost time, not knowing the effects of a change like that in the future. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's funny that you say that. Up until last week, I was totally against that, and like as of this morning, I just realized that's probably what's going to end up happening. Uh, yeah, it, it what you're saying makes a lot of sense, and uh, while I don't want it to be the case, that's that's probably reality. Maybe, maybe not not to discourage you. I'm just yeah, trying to think yeah. like realistically, right. like what's it is crazy that, I mean, we're what five weeks out basically mm-hmm. from like what you think, you know, the due date is mm-hmm. and sort of when that is. And 
five weeks of work. Like, yeah. you know, what can you cram in there? And that's pretty, that's pretty gnarly to think through. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think you should give yourself uh, a break a little bit too, given all the development work on the product side of things and then uh, work with the new developer and making all the headway on the, basically like the support reduction through the product as well. Like it seems like all those boxes have kind of been checked. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing overall right now, the product is in a pretty good place. Uh, even if it's not quite where I want it to be. So I guess I, I can't be too upset about that. <laughs> could be worse. Right? Yeah. It could be could, a more dire situation. Could definitely be worse for sure. Yeah. I think, I mean, I wonder for the new year as well, uh, like revenue wise, you have a lot of like things really started picking up basically in like January, but like more like February, March, right? So are you expecting like more growth to happen in kind of Q1 of 2021? Are you expecting things to kind of be relatively flat while you're out or have you thought about that at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure what to expect it's it's crazy how consistently linear the growth has been month to month since uh march like yeah it's i mean it's like a straight line it it, it rarely varies month to month uh right so i don't i mean and when we're talking like january february last year the the numbers were so small then um it was really still the first few customers. Like it's, it, it's hard for me to extrapolate much out of that. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. I I feel like Q1 is generally maybe a stronger quarter for um, online mm-hmm. business. So perhaps, but I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully everyone has really strong endeavors to uh, <laughs> switch over to Webflow or spin up new Webflow sites and, and or up their Webflow game in the new year. And, uh, make a big deal out of it. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild how it seems like Webflow is becoming a default choice for, uh, for startups, for businesses, uh, at least for their marketing page, if not, uh, you know, MVP type products. And, uh, like we've seen with JetBoost job boards, recipe sites, all, all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Cool. Well, uh, anything else new or noteworthy the last week? Um, I don't, I don't think so. No, just, uh, preparing to be a father. <laughs> just that, just that. It, <laughs> yep. Just that one minor, detail, one minor detail. One minor detail. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. But what about cool. you? Well, you had an exciting can, uh, week. It was exciting. Yeah. Um, it was pretty crazy because I, I mainly spent my time doing consulting and I've, I've kind of, I'll talk through some of the things, but like I've, I think the realism is really setting in with me as well of like, what does my life look like right now? What are my goals? What can I achieve realistically in the next, you know, near future? But it was weird because I spent the vast majority of my time doing consulting yet the vast majority of sort of the results, the impact came through something that I created literally a year ago. Um, so I opened up the enrollment for the courses on Monday, on Cyber Monday, 
and uh, saw a couple sales trickle through. I think last week I said that I had um, I had sold ten, and my goal was to or send ten copies or made ten sales basically. My goal was to make ten sales of each course. So I refactoring growth and then mental models for marketing. And traditionally, so they're at different price points. Um, refactoring growth normally is five hundred. Mental models for marketing normally is two hundred. Because it's Cyber Monday, I did half off and just decided to kind of like send it and go for it and just see what would happen with a steep discount. Um, and I think also given like mental models for marketing is at a lower price point, but also has more broad appeal. So I kind of expected it to make more sales as well. Oh, it was one of the data points I didn't get actually was like the split between what people bought and how many people bought both. Uh, maybe I'll have to update that next week. But, um, but anyways, uh, after or on Monday I had 10 sales and then after that things like really picked up and, um, I had a lot more sales. So I basically, I'll run through some of the stats here. This is after but, um, Cyber Monday. This is after Cyber okay. Monday. So on Monday I made a f quite a few, I think after a recording, I ended up making, uh, 13 sales and then Tuesday made a couple, I think I only made like three sales. Uh, Wednesday, um, well, only one sale, but then Thursday through Sunday was when things kind of exploded a little bit. So then it was seven sales and then it was another three and then it was, uh, doing the math here, 20 and then it was 25 Wow. and then I think another 10 or 11. So all in all. I'm not sure the math even adds up there. I'm probably, I was just skimming through ConvertKit really quick, but all in all, I made 73 sales, which was much more and uh, definitely achieved my goal in both of those buckets for each one of the courses. That's amazing. Um, 51 paid in full and then 22 paid partially. So they did the payment plan. So I have like a six month payment plan for each one. So it's a little bit more at the end. It's just like one extra payment um, to account for the people who inevitably don't. And so I'm trying to, kind of like an insurance policy a little bit. The total revenue was 12,485 and then the revenue to date was 8,892.50. Um so much better than I thought. Again, I thought I was going to make about 20 sales, hopefully yeah, 10 from each. Um but much much better. And and honestly, again, most of it like I didn't really do that much. I did the two workshops which I saw a couple sales like directly, like either like during or right after, and I could kind of like see like people who commented or people who said that they would buy and then they went and did it right afterwards. But it wasn't a ton. I can't like, I don't know. It, it might've influenced it, but I couldn't really see it. And I don't know if I'll do something like that. Again, the future is sort of more of an experiment, mm -hmm. but really otherwise it was just Twitter. And then it was the email list that again, that I've had for the last year and just sending that email. I actually had a lot of compliments too of people um, either screenshotting it or DMing me mm. or, uh, commenting me like, this is such a, a good, like valuable email or like, check this out or like, thanks for writing this. And I was like, wow, I hadn't really like gotten an email or, um, you know, a response like that from the emails, but, uh, the email series seemed to do a lot for it. I think was like the main big thing that really helped. Um, so I think I sent 12 emails within 14 days for each course which is a lot and it's all very kind of packed in 
but it was a mixture. I think I talked through it last time, but it was like a, a mixture of like, here's what to expect. And like, here's some value add sort of content. And then, you know, information about the course. So like, Hey, it's open or like, here's a reminder or, um, you know, use this code. Here's how you basically buy the course. And, uh, but that did really, really, really well. I think there was a lot of really good open rates, click rates. Again, people responding to it. Um, had you, but yeah, that's it on, on the course front. Had you previously created all of those emails or, or most or some, or what was the breakdown there? Yeah, most of them, I think probably like, like 75% of them I created for when I switched the enrollment from the evergreen to the open close back in September. So I like reused all those and then I added a few more and made a couple of minor tweaks, but it was mostly the same as it was in September. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Being able to reuse all of that. And you met, yeah. you mentioned last time that you, uh, you were a big fan of, uh, kind of the email series that Tiago Forte has with building a second brain. And mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're sending out similar types of emails where people are getting a lot of value just from being an email subscriber, which is super cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is what I want and which is the goal. And it even has me thinking again, like, I'm like, man, maybe I should put more into this, like creating more sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, lead magnet kind of content to get people interested, more ways to engage people while they're on the wait list and not just sort of right before the enrollment opens, but, you know, throughout maybe once a week or something, um, have some sort of thing when they join. So really I haven't put a lot into it. Um, since launching, which is again, crazy. And I feel super fortunate, but, uh, yeah, it, it seems like there's something really there with the, that's what I wanted to test was in September it seemed like it did well, but I couldn't really tell if it was because of the emails or if it was because of like the change. I think it was both, but I wanted to see individually would the emails perform pretty well, opening the course again for enrollment and that being sort of like the major thing. And, uh, and there was some, tw- you know, I could see, in the analytics a little bit, like, you know, it's a good amount of like Twitter referral traffic, but every morning when the email would go out, I would just see a trickle of sales mm. and then things would stop around like noon uh, or one o'clock. And then the next day there'd be another trickle of sales after the next email went out. So like, even without looking at the analytics, I just knew like the emails are what's driving a lot of the sales. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Do you, so, so you have three different products now you have the two courses and you have swipe files. Do you have three separate mailing lists or how is that all managed? They're all in ConvertKit and ConvertKit basically doesn't have like different lists. It's all under one list, but you can like tag them and kind of segment them in that way. Um, So I send them all through different domains and they're basically each in their own like list within ConvertKit. Um, And I don't do a lot of like cross kind of promotion between. I try to keep them very, you know, they opt in for this thing. So I'm only going to send them information regarding this thing. Um, I have thought a little bit too, you know, I think that part of the success too was that it's people are in buying mode, right? And it's, it's Cyber Monday sort of holiday seasons. So people are ready to buy things. So now I'm thinking a little bit towards the future of like, you know, one, do I put a little bit more into it? Um, but two, do I try to find, you know, uh, another way to make it interesting for the next time that enrolls, maybe throwing in some extra content or I don't know, maybe even trying to loop it into swipe files somehow. We'll see. I'm not sure yet, but yeah. TBD. That's cool. So the next enrollment period would be March. It would be February? yep March. Yeah, the first first week of March. The first I try to do it on the first Monday um, of the month of the month that I want to open it. So 
I think it's like March 1st or 2nd or something like that. Awesome. So you, yeah. you, you said you spent most of your week consulting, but you obviously made this large chunk of revenue from courses. How did that feel? Yeah, it felt good. I mean, I was like, sweet, <laughs> this is awesome. I just bought myself, you know, two months of runway yeah. so that I can stop consulting at some point. Um, but yeah, it was also just crazy. I'm, I'm always kind of surprised. I think like the course is such a good, um, like bootstrapping kind of mechanism because it's a high price point and it's a high value and it kind of does lend them lend itself to more of like the passive income kind of stuff, which I know is a little bit like slimy to some people. But again, I created it a year ago and I haven't added a ton to it. And I probably should, I think for this next enrollment, I'm going to add a few more content modules and updates, but, um, but it's awesome. Like it's literally this money-making asset that I just, I can rely on and they are both super valuable. Like I will, when people ask for discounts further than, you know, I, I, a few people will be like, Hey, you know, I live in X country or I'm in X situation and I can't afford it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but like it's half off and there's the payment plan. Like I put my, you know, all, everything I know into mm-hmm. these courses, like it's, I'm not going to discount it to 50 bucks. You know what I mean? That'd just be crazy. Uh, and unlike a, a book that kind of has that kind of that position where, you know, there is some price sensitivity, of course lends itself to a higher price point and, and more revenue. So I'm really thankful that I have it. Yeah. I felt great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty good, but yeah. So anyways, now it has me thinking more about, you know, what should I do with it? And for the next enrollment period and sort of, I, I do want to eventually sort of integrate it into swipe files because I'd like to create more courses in the future. Like I really like creating courses and having courses um, and finding a way to even like bundle it possibly within a swipe file subscription or something like that could be interesting. Um, but on the swipe files front, I've been again, mainly spending my time on consulting but doing uh, as we, as you know, through our Slack DMS, a lot of soul searching for swipe files and sort of the future. And, um, I think what I'm coming to is I'm, I'm overthinking the content part of things. So I'm just going to basically like put it all through a newsletter and just like get in the practice of producing. And there's kind of a, uh, a dilemma a little bit because like traditionally I've been the, the B2B SaaS marketing guy, but I don't really want to be the B2B SaaS marketing guy. Like I, I want to, that's great. And I love that for consulting and, but like my interests are a lot more broad than that. Like I, I get a little bit bored kind of just being boxed into that. So I want to break out of that a little bit. And I think that the newsletter would be a good way to sort of test, you know, what resonates with people and what sort of the, the angle and industry would be. But again, some of like the ethos of Swifiles is like, a lot of inspiration comes from unexpected places and other industries. So like, even if you are in B2B SaaS marketing, like don't look for inspiration in other B2B SaaS marketing content, like look for it in e-commerce, look for it in digital products, look Mm. for it in um, events or streamers or like, you know, these wild kind of unknown places and I'll do the work for you to sort of like highlight what you can learn no matter what industry or sort of business model you have. That's hard because it's it's a little bit of a harder sale, you know, like getting people to subscribe to just like really broad general marketing, marketing content, <laughs> which sounds lame, but like I know that it can be so much cooler and so much more appealing. I just need to like show people what it'd be like. Um and 
so yeah, I've been thinking like, again, trying to be more realistic. It's not going to happen this month. I'm thinking like an early January kind of like relaunch. I don't know. So I was 2.0 kind of thing with this newsletter. Um, maybe also launching the podcast then like I've had a couple delays with podcast cover art taking a little longer than I would like. Um, doing recording. I have a lot of editing to do now as well, which <laughs> does take some time. And I think I might enroll some help um, to do that as well. And then the community is going strong, but being able to invest more into that. And I think also just integrating more of the podcast, eventually doing AMAs, events, virtual meetups, things like that. And now is not a good time to do that, which is with the holidays and trying to get commitments from people. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather sort of launch those new things for the community in the new year. Um, and then this other idea that I've sort of stumbled upon is basically like a traditional um, swipe file. So maybe like alongside the teardowns, also just having like a ginormous Notion document that just has, I don't know, thousands and thousands of things for people to draw from where you can search and filter and things like that. And uh, and kind of imagine like this flywheel of like, you know, sourcing ideas and content from podcast guests and then turning that into really interesting kind of tactical things within the newsletter and then like discussing that or, you know, adding those examples and sort of building up, you know, that this kind of like notion doc or however you want to call it. Like a, it could just be called a swipe file, which I need to figure out the sort of naming conventions or everything, <laughs> but having that, you know, feed into, into that. And then the community being kind of like the hub where you interact and discuss every one of those piece of content, the co- the podcast, the newsletter, and sort of the different examples or the swipe file. And kind of be like this virtual, this virtuous cycle, this flywheel. So that's the thought. And I don't know, maybe mid, you know, early, mid-January, kind of relaunch that all together. I'm trying to figure out what's realistic. But I, I feel like that's pretty realistic given I have a lot of these things already in the works. I just need a little bit more time to kind of like put them together and, and kickstart them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's got me thinking, you know, I just mentioned 2021, trying to focus on marketing. So myself as someone who would be, uh, you know, I am a Swipe Files member and would be kind of consuming this content and learning from it. You know, what would that look like from my perspective? And tell me if this is, is what you're thinking or if I'm totally off here, but it sounds yeah, like yeah. with the newsletter, I'm getting kind of a, a regular cadence as far as maybe um, more current things or uh, you know something you noticed or something you saw and you wanted to, to point it out and uh, kind of like what you're doing with the teardowns a little bit, but maybe not so restricted to just teardowns. Uh, and then the, the, swipe, the swipe file or the Notion doc, whatever you end up calling it, is where I could go to learn, see examples of uh, how other companies are doing marketing, or if I have, uh, you know, maybe I'm specifically wanting to focus on SEO and here's everything Corey knows about SEO or has sourced from podcast guests and others, uh, experts, and it's all right here in this one uh, file. And then the community is Hey, has anyone tried this or what's been your experience with this uh, or um, other people sharing what they are doing or, or what's new or uh, is that kind of the full spectrum that you're seeing? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, exactly. That That's exactly it. It's sort of like trying to fill each one of these kind of like jobs to be done for someone interested in learning marketing and, and doing marketing better of, yeah, I mean, sourcing ideas, right? So that's where like the podcast, the newsletter comes in. Mm-hmm. And then like when you're actually working on an idea, then you go to sort of like, you know, the notion doc or the, the swipe file <laughs> need to come up with a name for it. Um, <laughs> where then you're looking through specific examples and resources and you're trying to learn more. And then the community being kind of like trying to piece together all these different inputs into an output of here's what I'm working on. Like, am I, am I thinking through this correctly? Or let me show you what I've, what I've done so far. Here's a new landing page or here's uh, some keywords I'm going to look to target. Or uh, has anyone else done something like this in a similar vein where I'm kickstarting, uh, you know, a referral program, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you've, You've learned about some interesting ideas to kickstart a referral program. You've looked at other people's referral program landing page and how they've promoted it or uh, other, you know, you've drawn from some other resources and now the community is the place where then you're basically just getting feedback on the work that you've done to, to produce that. So yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it. I just need to figure out a good way to like actually communicate that <laughs> Yeah. on a, you know, on a page and, and to potential members. Um, But that's, yeah, I mean, that that's basically what I need to do. Um, so it's, it's difficult. Again, I feel like I'm like flailing around a little bit and uh, trying to like really put my finger on like what do people want and need and how all these pieces kind of work together. But this feels like the most kind of like solid idea I've had in a while. Yeah. I feel like the way you just broke it down into those three groups uh, would be perfect for explaining it. Uh, on your website where it's like uh, ideation executing reviewing or whatever you want to call the the third part with the community yeah right yeah yeah so i need to do some work in there i think i also need to just get out of my head and like start getting these ideas in front of people and producing some examples and a plan on basically uh for the community kind of like releasing my plan and examples and basically showing sort of what I'm working on to get feedback as well. So I can tweak before actually sort of moving forward with it, but I'm feeling optimistic about it. I feel like this is like the model that I would really like to do and would be fun for me. And I could see kind of creating that engine of starting to get, you know, around the 50 new members a month I need to become default alive. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like the right direction. And I think you'll have more freedom in doing that where, like you said, you can maybe work on some more courses uh, or, or like mini courses if they're a part of swipe files and maybe that gets spun out right. into its own separate course uh, or something like that. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see optimistic about it, but uh TBD just got to get to work. Um, I think I basically, I mean, it's kind of weird, but like, I'm not going to have like a lot to show for like the next month, basically. I'm kind of just going to try to put my head down and like get in production mode and set myself up to kind of like relaunch um, and launch some of these, you know, new things, but uh, kind of just work on the preparation part before the new year and then, yeah, opening up to the world. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And which, by the way, also, we need to figure out a, a recording schedule for the rest of December, but uh, I think we'll probably take, you know, I don't know, at least a week off or something, but um, we'll have to keep people updated 
uh, regardless. And we also need to figure out, I don't know, with uh, with you taking a leave of absence as well, sort of have to get some guests on here as well to, uh, <laughs> or maybe me doing solo episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out for sure. Yeah. I don't know if people want to hear me ramble about all my spinning thoughts and ideas. <laughs> so maybe we'll have to get a guest on or some, uh, some fill in spots, but that should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it on my end, really. The courses went great. Enrollment went great. I'm going to be officially closing down enrollment right after this and uh, changing, the, changing the website and closing all the links and stuff. But um, now just focus back on the future, wrapping up consulting this month and um, and trying to work towards this early January kind of relaunch. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it seems like consulting is going great too from what I've seen with everything you're putting out uh, with Derek and, and Savvy Cal. So that's cool. Yeah, it's been super fun. I love working with them. And uh, if you're looking for a new way to schedule links, look at SavvyCal.com. We're uh, kind of showing a lot of what I'm working on within the community, as well as just on Twitter, showing like, hey, here's an ad we're working on. We're working on a lot of uh, like competitor comparison pages, um, a new landing page, now some, uh, some Twitter strategy with some Twitter ads, which is a brand new kind of mm. field for me. So that's been a lot of fun. That's cool. And um, yeah, I should have some more to report on a little bit later, but that's been going well. Awesome. All right, man. Well, shall we wrap it? Yep. Cool. We'll have all this, all the notes and mentions in the show notes, and we'll see you next week.